grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, welcome to the show tonight. It's great to have you guys. How's everyone doing? See, I'm getting slicker with starting the show. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, it's, it's a real hot Wednesday. It was 104 today. And uh, I'm hoping this is the last week where uh, I'm going to be getting, or Sacramento, rather, is going to be getting hit with, with, with heavy heat. We usually get one, one last poof and then goes. And usually... Uh, you get an Indian summer that's about between 80 and 90, and then, uh, then you get into October, it's still like Indian summer, and then you get into October, the second October 31st hits, you're freezing. The weather changes, like, instantly. Anyway, we've got a sh good show planned. Uh, Detective Mulch is going to be on. I see, I see he's in the green room, and I'm real excited about that. My name is Charlotte. I'll be your host for the next hour. I am the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We're 35 strong up and down the state of California, at Oregon, Washington, Nevada, and we also have some people in Hawaii. And I'm glad to have you on board with us. You can find us at www.californiahaunts.org. And without further ado, let's get our guest in and talk with him and then see what's happening. Hello, sir. Oh, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been following your live videos on Facebook. Oh, really? Nice. Thanks. Uh, I didn't know you were a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about uh, about you and what you do. Um. Well, I do paranormal investigations throughout California, mostly. Um, for the last, I think, uh, it's not that much. Five years, I guess. I started like being like skeptic. I guess that's how it started. That's why. And now it has become, I guess, more and more serious. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, but. And there's two of you that do this, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, but mostly I started out by myself, actually. Uh -huh. And um, recently I have, um, I have another friend. Um, he has joined me. He um, he just started too, but mostly it was me at the beginning because I guess it's hard to find a good partner, you know. Yeah. So being by myself, I guess it was okay. Like I know it was it was probably harder, just because um, it's not just the paranormal side. It's, it's more about you got to be careful, right, where you go and like. Uh, be by yourself is actually it's a whole different experience, so that's why it's different, definitely. How do you find places to investigate? Well, I find them throughout my fans, uh, research, um, uh, what's it called? I watch, I like to watch a lot of videos too, so mm -hmm. so I see a lot of places all over. So I, I you know, I'm curious and I'm, I see, hey, they talk about this, I want to see if it's true. And how long That's have you it. been doing this? It's been like about five years, actually. Maybe oh, cool. a little less. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think a lot of people think that I'm a, a more um, like an expert, expert, but not really. So it's like I'm very like I started not too long ago, um, but I have learned a lot, of course. And uh, I mean, especially the, I guess the way to attract that kind of activity, right? Uh, at first, a lot of things, well, I guess a lot of people think, and this is what I tell a lot of my fans, is that a lot of people think that just by going to a place, you're just gonna get anything, right? But mm -hmm. you just don't walk. I learned throughout these years that you just don't walk there and then, you know, you don't try to expect like right away you're gonna find something, right? Sometimes it takes hours. That's why I don't like sometimes to do live Mm -hmm. because that could take forever i don't know so sometimes i like to record only take my time but then again people say oh would well, you you know just edit it you know blah 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 so mm -hmm. so i actually do enjoy more the live sessions 
than the recorded ones like on YouTube, actually. So, yeah. See, people don't realize um, what actually goes on out in the field. I mean, because they're watching TV. So, like you say, they, they think when you go out, you're instantly going to get you know, results. And it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't work at all. Like, especially at the beginning, like, I guess because I was new. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my live investigations were like very well i don't know the first two i actually got a lot and then that's why i kind of like i don't know got me into it even more because i was like oh snap like i just started and i'm getting all this but then later on it's kind of like okay i'm not getting anything here <laughs> it takes longer maybe i should stay here more longer maybe i should come back another day you know and that's why I started doing the YouTube stuff because I was like, man, it can take longer. So, so I was able to show what happened throughout days, you know, hours instead of just one session. But then as I time passed by, I learned, you know, hey, there's, there's actually ways to, you learn, I think, ways to maybe cause an effect, right? Cause something, right? Maybe right. you have to do something to cause something sure. to happen. So I learned different ways, I guess, to maybe make that happen. I mean, and then that's why I guess I went back to now live, I guess, more because uh-huh. I feel like the places that I now go on the on the, what I learned, I think is better and I can get more, maybe something live even better, you know, than just hmm. record. Yeah. What type of trigger objects do you think work the best when you're out in the field, you know, to get their attention? I mean, oh man. I mean, recently, uh, I mean, I think everything works, but I feel like it's up to you. I think you, um, yes, the tools help you, but mm-hmm. I think it's up to you to, I don't know, find, find something special about that place. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Learn about the place, learn what that place, uh, is what people do there what will happen and and just experiment like and then it's not just one culture it could be different cultures what different like views about that place and you need to learn and you need to do something that is going to cause a reaction like i can give you a lot of examples but i i, I have learned i think from each place to to cause something and it's it's crazy because i know how like i've done it a couple of times i'm like damn this keeps happening if i do this so <laughs> i don't know it's kind of crazy so i think the best tool is for you to learn and and learn a lot i guess about that place and, and cause a reaction i guess that's your yeah. best tool i think that's what it is yeah. absolutely lots of experimenting and see what works and what doesn't work when you're out there yeah it's crazy now on your facebook site you say that um both you and, and your partner have two different types of investigation styles. What does that mean? Uh, well, me, I'm more, I'm the guy who goes there and tries to get to the point. Like, I guess I like more like the action, I guess more of, I like to go through the place a lot faster to see, mm-hmm. to learn, I guess. And um, he, likes to do more of the like the tools i guess i guess All the toys. because he <laughs> believes more i guess yeah and i'm more like more like the skeptic so i don't know it's like a different i go more faster and i want to get through it faster mm-hmm. and then and then from there start doing some other stuff right him like he tries to go different tools slower place you know let's stay here um, I don't know, do longer sessions, you know, which is fine. But I think, uh, uh, what's it called? I um, I like more of a fast pace, I think, style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get the job done. See, I'm like that, too. That's why, you know, like with my investigations, we've um, I've streamlined stuff to the point that we're not wasting time when we're out there because it drives yeah. me nuts. I don't like to repeat, 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 repeat. Makes me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What in, I have a question in the chat room already for you. Look at that. Oh, nice. What, what inspired you to get into paranormal investigating? 
what inspired me you know what uh, this is probably will be a long story but go for it i i always had like uh, i don't know my dad and this is for my dad and all my family but my family always tells me that i was uh, i was special i guess uh, they have so many stories about me um, i guess seeing paranormal stuff uh, even i guess ufos i guess and, and i'll never forget those things because i still remember that i still remember three things that i saw in the sky that my dad saw that my cousin saw and i know i wasn't the only one so i'm not crazy but i think those three things them that kind of like stuck in my head right and then other stuff that i don't remember but i do remember like especially ufos i don't know why but i guess my my dad was like you you always see stuff i don't know why but you always like on the right moment i guess at the right time but i i never like went through i don't know i guess i never actually explore i guess that of me until oh. later right because i started like um i started seeing again like stuff i don't know around my house and and uh, I don't know, it just became uh, something that I was like, man, like recently I was like, why am I seeing all this? Why am I, why am I experiencing this back? Why am I, why am I like, why am I getting all this feedback again from my family and telling me, hey, you remember this, you remember that? So it kind of like remind me of my past and I was like, yeah, I remember all those things, but I don't know, I don't, I don't, I think it was just coincidence. I think it was just, something that happened and whatever i don't know like and that's why it got my curiosity i was like man maybe i should just see if i get, if i got something special maybe 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 i can i can show maybe i can see things maybe i can experience things that maybe other people can i don't know so yeah that's why it inspired me to start so you don't yeah. think you have any psychic abilities or anything like that do you no nah, i don't think okay. so i just okay. i just think that i don't know like Maybe I'm at the, at the right place at the right time, like my dad says. He says, mm -hmm. says that I always was the one to point at things and he would see it. And he would be like, whoa, what the heck? And then I remember that one that the one time I was I was sitting in the backyard and I saw a light. My cousins were there and I was just looking at it and that light was like moving back and forth and then making circles. And I was a kid and I still remember this. I don't know why, but I was like five, six. I don't know. I was too young, I think. And then we were all chilling. My my parents and my uncles were were talking inside, whatever. And we were all looking at the sky. And then I told my little cousins, they're like, "Hey, like you guys see that light?" And then I was fine with it. I was just I thought it was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. But my cousin that was like I guess older, he got scared. He was like, "What the heck? Like I never seen that. Like what is that?" So he was like, he got too scared that he ran. And I guess. I ran too with him because I was like, oh, then this is serious. Oh, I don't know what's going on. So I ran with him inside and everybody told, hey, we saw this and blah, blah, blah. So everybody freaked out. I was like, wait, what? What is, what was that? It was like, was that a UFO? And I was like, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Well, everybody was scared. So I was like, okay. But yeah, that was a, that was a Well, do you think, um, that that you might because if you saw these lights usually you know that goes along with people being abducted and whatnot so maybe some at some point down the line oh. you, you're taking an unknown ride somewhere oh man <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> yeah you know i'm just saying that's, that's yeah you know, people I've interviewed, oh, that's, that's... i'm a big fan of x files too so. there you go see yeah <laughs> Eat me up, baby um What's one of the most, um, when you started investigating, mm -hmm. what was the hardest thing about getting started? The hardest part was probably, um, the hardest part was probably like, uh, just go out there. I guess like, uh, I didn't know what to do. Like I have no tool to be, to be honest, sure. my first time. Um, I only had a K2. Okay. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll take this. And then I was like, well, what do I do? Like, I just stand there. Like, so <laughs> I guess like I, I had no idea what to do. So I just, I just walked there. Yeah. I was like, 
I might do my first live, I guess. I guess uh, maybe I'll get more, I don't know, um, I guess have fun too <laughs> while I'm there. So my first time ever, I, I told everybody in my page, I was like, I'm going to be here. I don't know what's going to happen. First time. And well, the funny part was like, um, like 20, 30 people showed up. So I was like, oh, snap. I didn't think people were going to come at this hour. And then it was funny because I was keep recording them. I was like on the chat. chat I was like, hey, you see those guys? Those guys are those guys were on my page. Those guys were, were saying that they were going to come. So I thought it was funny my first time. I didn't get to investigate a lot. I, I They had a spirit box and I got a couple answers. But I was like, huh, is that really like like something like real well, what are those voices right i was like is that really something or it's just like maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me but the the fact is though that i wasn't the only one who's who heard those voices right i had 30 okay. people arrive or 20 people right behind me and they all heard it and it was funny and you see that video that i ask i ask hey can you say one of our names and then uh, the spirit box said Jose. So this guy next to me, he goes like, "Oh, what's up, Jose? Who who else out here, Jose? Like, who's what's up?" Like, <laughs> so I thought it was funny. He got all excited. He was like, "Who who? Hey, who's who's out here? His name is Jose." And I was like, I thought it was funny, but I didn't get to exp explore a lot because I think it was harder having a lot of people there mm -hmm. since it was my first time too. So I was like, oh, "This is a little bit." Um, embarrassing, maybe. <laughs> but yeah. How do you feel about um? You know, I've had reservations about using the spirit boxes. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? Because you know, because if it depends where I'm at. Like if I'm in the middle of nowhere, I'm fine with yeah. it. But if I'm in an area where there's a lot of radio stations and stuff, it kind of brings up question. You know, questions in my head as to whether or not it's just a random thing I'm picking up. Yeah, I think um. Well, my understanding now after all these years uh and i've done the spirit box in in places that there's no signal so sure so it's crazy too i think i find it more crazy when um when i get an answer when there's no signal but i i i guess what happens is like my understanding of the spirit box is like it depends on which one you have right like it goes mm -hmm. through a lot of frequencies so fast that you should be able to catch nothing, right? It goes too fast. Mm -hmm. And then by you answer questions, right? What are the chances that out of all the the words that are going super fast, you get like a like a concrete answer, like a, a specific answer to your question? Like, what are the odds, right? Right, right, right. Like that's that's my question too. Like, like the question is, is that actually real or not? I mean just depends on what you ask. And if you get in a specific answer, that's like, you should question yourself. How is that possible? Like, mm -hmm. like I got names, I got numbers. Like what is, what are the chances that you're skipping through the, the, you know, the, this radio station so fast and you get yeah. like numbers and names and, and, uh, and then uh, phrases It's like, what the heck? Like, I don't know. That's, that's the thing that I'm like, uh, maybe you should question you know, if it's, I mean, I think it's, it might be real what you're getting. Yeah. See, I agree with you in that I don't like to use them in heavy populated areas because of all the radio stations. I, I prefer yeah. using it in a place where there's no, where there's nothing. Cause that way the chances of, of, of getting out of you know, any kind of weird feedback, you know, from some, from some radio station randomly it is reduced. Yeah. And then especially, um, well, now that I have a different one, if you use the normal spirit box you hear like a lot of things right you hear like it's hard to pick up those voices because you mm -hmm. hear like other like i guess um uh like half words or cut words or so you can't really pick up oh wait was that a yes was that a no but um i got myself or what they call it i don't know if you heard of it was the portal i don't know if you heard of yeah it. So I guess that's way better because it cuts down all those noises, extra noises, all those um, mm -hmm. extra uh, cut words and whatever. And then it just picks up the, the actual words that you want to 
you want to hear. So I think that one, that one is way better. So it takes longer, but it, yeah, it, it does. Yeah, yeah, that's, I like that one too. My question here is: go back to your first investigation with the thirty people. Yeah. How big was the area? Was it a building that you investigated? No, it was a it was a park. Yeah, the park okay. with the there has a mansion in the middle. So very famous okay. park, but yeah. So how were you able to organize all those people? I'm sorry, what was that? How were you able to organize all those people? Oh, I didn't organize them. They just they just decided to come. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't gonna say you can't come. I was just like, yeah, go ahead, come. Of course, of course, you can hear come. me. So they just walk him right next to me while I. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. What is one of the most interesting investigations that that, that you've done? Oh, I mean, I had a lot of crazy ones, but that's a hard one to pick. But I mean, I have two, but and I can't decide between which one. I like well, I'll hear them both. Go for it. <laughs> well, we're here for an hour. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> I want to say the first one, the the. I don't know. It's just hard to. I'm just gonna say the first one. Okay. I don't know which one's best. That's cool. But one of them is um. It's uh this place called Lost Lake, and I was wanting. I want. I want to bring attention to this place because I think, I think this place is like so unique. And that place, the thing is that that place used to be, a Native American ground place. Oh boy! And you can still see holes on the rocks where they used to grind um uh what's it called acorn sure so but this place also has and they call it lost lake and it's a weird place because it's mostly where every where uh, everybody hangs out is at the river there's a river that runs that's the san joaquin river but if you walk this trail this nature trail it takes you to a lake a hidden lake where it's so calm it's almost magical at night that it's so calm, but then the river runs right next to it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. And you'd be like, wait, how there's a lake here, but the river is right next to it, right? But anyways, and this place takes you to a, a very famous tree, what they call it, the willow tree. And a lot of people have committed suicide, committed suicide there. Uh, but... The thing that is so special about that place is that every time I go there, you experience something. Um, I, I believe Native American related, and and I went there three times, and all three times I experienced it by myself, and with this uh, with my new uh, friend that is investigating, and we all got it live on video. And the thing is, like you start walking, and if you whistle, you start hearing coyotes. Oh, wow. And then the, I already know, once you start hearing the coyotes, uh, and then I told my friend, because I already know that this is going to happen. I was like, just stop and listen, because something's going to happen. And then you start hearing drums. Right. Like Native American drums. And then you start hearing horses. And then you start hearing all this bunch of noises on the lake. Mm -hmm. And it's like a magical moment that you just start hearing all this stuff and you're like what is going on but it's like they take it's like a i don't know it's like you're going back in, in on time like uh, i don't know you just you're just like experiencing this like moment and then it goes away right right so that's one of my most one one of my most uh crazy experiences but the one of the other ones that i experienced was and maybe um Maybe because of where I went, but this one, you can't do it live because there's no signal. Mm -hmm. I was in the middle of nowhere. I knew about the story about this. Um, a friend of mine told me, and then a bunch of friends also told me. But it was in Auburn, and it's in the middle of nowhere. So you had to, you have to hike about ten miles, which is not a fun experience. <laughs> just to hike <laughs> ten miles just to get there. But you get to this uh, cabin where um where um what's it called a whole family died there the father killed the family and then he hung himself 
in the basement. Mm -hmm. So I get there and right away and I have the video, I start hearing like steps and I just stopped. I froze, like I froze in fear. And I was like, because at first I thought it was an animal because you're in the middle of nowhere. So it could be, mm -hmm. I don't know, a bear, a lion, uh, what's it called? Mount, mountain lion? Mount I don't lion, know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, snap, what's going on? What's inside here? But then they stop and then I go around the whole thing and there's nothing. And then I go down to the basement and then you still see the, um, like, you still um, hear stuff and uh, on top, and and I, I use my spirit box, and there's no signal there, right? And then I started getting all these answers, and like, I'm like, what the? How is this happening? Like, because that was my first experience. That I was like, wait, don't you need some kind of signal for this to work? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, so I was like questioning. I was like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, when I'm on the basement. Uh, I hear a, a door opening and I was like what the heck so I got out of the basement went around the cabin where I thought I heard the door open so there's the door open and I go inside I hear like a rock that fell somewhere so I turned around I was like Wait, where, where did I? Where's that rock? Like I heard like a rock or something that fell, and as soon as I turned around, I heard a, a voice said, "Hey." Whoa! And I freaked out. I was like, "Whoa, somebody's living here!" Or what the heck? But there's nobody there. And I said, "What's your name?" And then he answered, "Tyler." Wow! And I got so scary because that was the first time ever I heard. A voice, a clear voice coming out of a room. The room I have already went inside because I checked there was nothing there. And then when I heard the rock, I went outside. And when I went outside, that's when I heard a voice inside the room that said, Hey. And then it said, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I come in peace. I said it. And I said it right there. And you can see on the video, I said, Well, sorry, I, I come in peace. I just here, paranormal investigator. Then I said, what's your name? And then he said, Tyler. But it was a little kid's voice when he said Tyler. Interesting. So I was like, there's no way there's a little So I got so scared the first time. <laughs> this was like my very, very first time I heard something like that. I got mm -hmm. so scared, I ran out of the freaking cabin. <laughs> I got so scared. I was like, holy, I was like, did I just experience something like that? I was, I was so tired at that moment from hiking 10 miles. The investigation was already going over an hour. It was like 3.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not going to stay here. So, <laughs> so I went back and hiked another 10 miles. I, I remember when I was coming out of um, coming out of there from the woods, yeah, it, it, the sun was coming out. So I, uh, I was like 6 a.m., I think. So I was like, I was exhausted. I was tired, and I was thinking to myself, "Was I? Did I really experience that, or was I just like uh, hallucinating?" That? So it's like that was like the scariest thing I, I ever ever happened to me, especially because you're by yourself right. in the middle of nowhere in the woods. And you're like, if something happens here, there's a if even if an animal comes in here, I'm I'm pretty much done, right? So it was it was a, probably yeah one of my best experiences. So. That's dedication. Hiking in, hiking in ten miles, and then you know staying there for an hour, and then hiking out. That's yeah. dedication to be an investigator. <laughs> wow! I just wanted to see if it was true. I was like, yeah. Did you have your recorder going at all? Were you able to pick up the the voice? Yeah, there's some video. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, before I oh before I even got to there, before I even used the spirit box or whatever, before I even believe about the spirit box. Mm-hmm. I um and this I will never forget. Um I used the spirit box inside my house and my um two of my friends, two girls were there and they got to hear this and I asked questions and I was I was impressed with the questions, but I asked, What's your name? And they said Devin. And I said, How many of you are here? And I said, and then they said a lot. And everybody freaked out and I was like, A lot? And I was like 
Um, so I asked the same question. I was like, did you say a lot? And he said, and then the male voice said hundreds. Wow. And then another girl said a lot. So it was one next to the other, like two answers to my question. So everybody there, the two girls that were there, like, they were like freaking out. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear this anymore. Like, just, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like just cut it off. I don't, that's it for me. Like they were just very kind of like very shocked and scared that, that, that we were getting those answers and they got to hear it. And I got the video too. And so I think that's one of the cool experiences. When somebody experiences it with you, I think that's also pretty cool. That's why I am yeah. joining with my friend. Cause mm -hmm. yeah, you can experience it, I guess, and record and everything. But, but if somebody else hears it with you, I think like that, like there is like, there's another guy that, that got to see it, you know? Right. Got more verification on it. Yeah. <laughs> now, how long uh, does it take you? I mean, do you go back over the, the the Facebook live videos too when when you get home to see if there's anything on there? Yeah, I go. I go back, and I mean, especially because I like to hear whatever I got, you know, I go back, check. Um, um, I go through the recording, see if I caught something else, mm -hmm. but yeah. It's interesting that people don't realize how long it takes to even do that. Oh, because yeah, I mean, if, if you're running your iPhone or whatever for your Facebook Live, of course you're going to go over that footage, plus you're going to go over the recording off of that to see if you picked up any voices because the iPhone fit, picks up different tones than what a digital voice recorder picks up. Yeah. You know, yeah, so right. so you got all this stuff you got to go over. How long does it take you, you know, you go out, you know, do your Facebook Live stuff. How long does it take you to go over all that stuff? After, man, I'll say it takes like a week. Like I'm, I'm spending each day like about two to three hours, I guess. And then, mm -hmm. and then once I'm already one with one, I'm already getting ready for the next one. So it's like, <laughs> it's like you have no time to rest, but. But yeah, it takes takes a takes a long time. Yeah. Now, how many followers do you have now? Um, uh, Facebook. I think I'm almost fourteen fourteen thousand. Wow. Yeah, it's it's growing slowly but steady, I guess. <laughs> a lot of work to do that. What about YouTube? YouTube, you know, I haven't put a lot of effort, which I should, but mm -hmm. I think I'm um. 1500 i think right there yeah it's not that much on that one because like i said uh well i told my a lot of my fans it's not about i think it's, i mean i like i guess to do videos too uh -huh. but it and when you're talking about paranormal it's not about that much about i don't know like making videos to make it entertaining because youtube is mostly entertaining yeah, right. i find it like more entertaining um, so I told them, my fans, I told them, my fans, I'm mostly going to do live. And if there's no single signal, then I'll do a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It might look more entertaining because, you know, I'm trying to, cause it's YouTube. So you try, you have to make it some kind of, and you know, I guess more entertaining, Right. but I focus a lot more on live because I guess you just get to experience it firsthand, you know, instead of going to YouTube and you're like, oh, this guy, uh, he edited it or he put this music. Ah, he's just trying to make a scare, but you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Maybe he edited it, you know, this probably is fake, but if, if I'm live, you know, and you, then there's no question about it, you know? So, so I find that that's why I do mostly live. That's why Facebook, I have more followers because I, I do way more videos on Facebook than, than YouTube. How do you prepare for an investigation? Oh man, that's a that's a believe it or not, it takes a long time because I tend to um, what's it called misplace things. So I'm like, and since I have a lot of things, and I carry everything because um, it's not just my phone, but you have all the tools for paranormal, and then I carry all my tools for YouTube because I don't know if that place is going to have signal or not. Mm -hmm. So I had to be prepared. So I had to take all my, all, all my tools for, for YouTube, all my tools for Facebook and the hardest thing and, and people don't believe it, but it's, um, 
his batteries. <laughs> I have so many batteries, so much, so many double A, triple A, and uh, all these camera batteries and all these things that I got to make sure that they all charge. So, so usually I take like, I say easily like two hours just to prepare <laughs> before even going somewhere, just to make sure. Wait, did I get this? Do I have this? Do I have that? Because the worst feeling is when you're already on your way and you're like, oh my god, I forgot my my gimbal or I forgot my other flashlight, and you're like, it gets me mad if I, something like that happens. Right, right, right. Yeah. So what type of now that you said that, what type what type of equipment do you do you normally take? Um, since like I said, since uh, and this is the funny part too. When I do live, I mostly take a few things because mm-hmm. I go a faster place, pace. Um, so I take my K2, my portal, and uh, and uh, what's it called? And then um, just an audio recorder, and that's it. That's all I take. And if I was to do um, maybe something, if I know that that place, that's, that's if I don't know the place, right? But mm-hmm. if I don't know anything about that place, that's all I'm taking. Mm-hmm. If I go back or if I know that place completely and I know, okay, we can do this and that, then I start taking uh, um, other stuff like a motion uh, motion detector or uh, even uh, I started using those uh, rods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm new to that. Or the Ouija board. Or uh, I even take uh, something that a lot of people, uh, well, from people that know me don't like, but because they have experience here, what the heck, this is kind of like weird. It's, uh, I got a doll that I okay. got from, um, that is believed to be very haunted. Well, I think it is because the funny parts that I experienced, it's funny. Recently, when this last Sunday, I experienced something funny because I took it with me and uh, my friend got to experience it. He was like, he was like, what the heck? Like, are you serious? Like, this this never happens to me. Why is this happening to me? But um, uh, I believe the doll, ever since I got it, like, it attracts, I guess, um, all their stuff. So that's why I like to take it with me in case <laughs> I know. Like, maybe I can get some kind of reaction. Like I said, maybe you had to do something like that to get some kind of right. reaction. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we have a whole... Um... I would say bucket, but a whole toolbox full of different stuff from different eras oh, that nice. we take out with us. You know, my nice. father used to make wooden toys, oh, so okay. I figure those are cool for like the 1800s. You know, in, 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 in the early times, up to like 1950. You oh, know, to have nice. those. So we have we have those, and I have old perfume bottles and stuff like that to to trigger. Oh, okay. That's, or that's even cool. bottles of whiskey that don't have whiskey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see there. that. That's what you have to. You have to use all kinds of stuff to cause some kind of reaction. It just depends, yeah. I think. Yeah. What has been one of your most popular videos that, that, that you've done? Popular Lost Lake. Okay. The one that I think is one of the most uh, haunted places I ever experienced, probably, mm-hmm. just because. I mean, not just me, like oh, so many people, it's not even, it's not just one culture to the, and this is the the crazy thing. Uh, most of the views are from uh, the Hmong, the Hmong culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, very, um, they believe about that place like 100% that is, that is haunted. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the most, uh, the most popular video. I think no. when you um, do areas with Native American um, spirits, ghosts, do you take anything out there to to pacify them? Because I know sometimes they don't like you messing around with their stuff, and yeah. it can get kind of ugly sometimes. So, do you take tobacco or, or rocks or anything like that to to you know to present to them? No, no, actually, uh, my friend does, but I can't remember exactly what what he takes. Mm-hmm. But it's some kind of sound that he creates and he says that it um he moves the energies i guess around that place mm-hmm. um like i said he's more of i know i believe so i'm using all this and i know how to how to interact i guess with them mm-hmm. so yeah 
how do you um, get back into preparation? Do you do any research on the place before you go? Oh, yeah. Uh, I do a lot. like, And not just in the internet. Like I like to um, post on my page a lot of times about that place. Mm-hmm. And when I get a lot of comments, I, I start researching about what they say. You know, they might say, hey, you should look into this. I heard about this. I heard about that. And then I start investigating what people say, too. So I like a lot that when I post something on Facebook, people comment about their experience because it helps me, you know, get to know that place a lot. So, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. What do you say to people that want to get into doing this? Don't. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> No. Um, I say to them, you got to be patient. Um, especially at the beginning, I say, um, a lot of people say, ah, it doesn't work, it's fake, uh, blah, 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 nothing happens here, a uh, like, bunch of BS, blah, 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 and I'm like, no, man, you have to be patient, you have to, and especially if you don't have the, what they call, and I, I've seen these people, uh, people that are gifted, I, I, I say that a lot of people I know they are gifted. Now, I don't know if I'm one of them, but my family believes, and that's why I started this 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 journey, right? To see if maybe I do, maybe I don't. Right. Um, but I know I've seen people that are very gifted, and those people experience stuff, and I've been with them. And I'm like, damn, like, why is this happening that he's around my you know, like next to me, why is this happening when he's next to me? Mm-hmm. But when I go by myself, like nothing happens. Like, why? So as you start asking those questions, right? So if you, uh, if you, you don't know anything, mm-hmm. if you are, maybe if you're not gifted or you don't know, or maybe you do, like, or you just, you know, anybody just like normal skeptic whatever and you just go out there and you don't you don't experience anything and well i like maybe maybe it a lot of times is very uh, i guess it puts you down i don't know it's like oh, i don't want to spend here so so much time nothing happens blah blah but you just gotta be patient like it's gonna take you hours it's gonna take you days it's gonna take you weeks and a lot of people don't want to go through that. And I understand. I mean, why would you want to spend so many hours, weeks, days to experience something that, or maybe that you won't, you know, you just don't know. But but if you really do want to experience something, if you really want to get into this, you have to be patient. You have to take your time. And, yeah, you just got to do your research. You just got to, you know, take it step by step. That's what I tell didn't you say earlier that you will um, go back to a place repeatedly to, you know, to, to, to build up, like, like for, your, for your your productions? Because, you know, you may not get something the first time, so, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been through the places that I've been. Uh-huh. I've been there a lot of times. Sometimes, um, sometimes um, I go there, I just check it out. I don't even go live. I just go check. Sometimes... I see something weird or maybe I see, I don't know, even, even I feel it. Sometimes I'm like, I go, sometimes I go there and I'm like, I just don't feel it today. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel, I don't feel nothing's going to happen today. I don't know. It's weird to explain it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just go there and I'm like, nah, I don't think it's going to work today. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just come another day. And I keep coming back and, you know, seeing stuff, taking pictures, you know. And stuff like that, but um, yeah, like a lot of times, well, especially here locally, I go to those places a lot. If it's somewhere else, yeah, like I just go there and then hope for the best. If I don't get anything, oh well. I mean, be next yeah. time, hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I'm gonna. That's kind of a controversial question. Do you think TV has um, influenced people's opinions about paranormal investigating? Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. Especially um, now with uh, social media, like um, I feel like, especially right now, like um, there's a lot of stuff that is um, 
just for entertainment, like, which is fine, I guess, but mm -hmm. people need to distinguish, okay, this is entertaining and this is more real, right? And I'm not saying those, a lot of those shows are not real, but they just, um, they might add things that are extra that you might mm -hmm. not need, you know, which, you know, I understand, but it's just sometimes it might mislead some people, especially that are not used to this, but, but, um, I guess it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's social. We're in the new generation, so. Are there any shows you like in particular? <sighs> shows. Hmm. I want to say he's not. He's not on TV. Mm hmm. And there's two, but he's not on TV, but he's on YouTube. Like, um, okay. His name is Omar. Okay. Omar Gosh TV, I think. And a lot of his uh, early stuff is pretty, pretty interesting. But throughout the years, I mean, YouTube is gonna, YouTube is gonna suck you up into their platform and tell you, hey, you need to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. So he adds more stuff that is you know that it's obvious that he just added just to make it more entertaining but when he started and when you see his first videos it's like those are real those i believe those are like oh this is crazy now he's adding more stuff just to make it more entertaining but that's the hard part you have to distinguish well was this real or this not but it's hard now to tell i guess to distinguish what is actually real what, what he's adding right Mm -hmm. Another another one that I like, and this is, and I believe this one, this one, this one has, uh, this is more realistic, more real. Is uh, uh, her name? Uh, well, I don't know her name, but the channel is called Gus. No, Ghost Club Paranormal, I think. Okay. And she does a lot of. Uh, she uses a lot of tools. She uses a lot of, uh, like casual tools um, that I use, and he she goes to like a lot of uh, places and. She does like a really good investigation. So yeah. <laughs> well, that's one thing I've noticed because um, because we do a lot of residentials, and the, the thing that changed drastically with TV was that in the beginning, when I started doing this eleven years ago, you'd go into a house and it was Uncle Bob, Grandpa. Now you get the calls that everybody thinks it's a demon because of the stuff that's on TV. You know, yeah. everything's a demon. And it's like, well, how do you know that? It's, you know, not everything's a demon. The other thing we found, too, is that we use old school. I mean, we, we have some newer, some newer equipment. Yeah. But we don't have all the stuff that's on TV, you know, like on, no, no, like, no. Like on GA. Yeah. And when we go into people's homes and stuff, they're disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they want to see all that stuff. They want to see like, the stuff that they've seen on TV. Yeah, we don't use that. I'm sorry, you know, but our stuff works just as well, if not better, because it's, it's more old school, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the big changes I've, I've seen. I think one of the shows that I like is, is Paranormal 911 and the Haunted Hospitals, because I think oh, yeah, you know, yeah. police officers in that, I think you've got a legitimate thing there, you know, because yeah, yeah. they're trained observers and whatnot. So that's pretty much the only ones I watch. Oh, okay. When yeah. I do have the time to watch. I think I seen I, I heard of them, yeah. And then, yeah. I haven't seen their shows, but yeah, I'm check it out. But yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, um, all this new, I guess, technology. I don't know. Um, people expect you to use it, and then people always talk about bad stuff, bad energy, but mm -hmm. or demons. But I, I most of the time, I say, ninety five percent of the time, it's not. It's not that. It's like it's so rare that you're gonna encounter something like that. Like, like you gotta be at a specific time. I mean, a specific place, time, and know know something to attract that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you're not gonna experience something like that. That's what I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mostly, no. it's gonna be spirit. absolutely, absolutely. Now, would you decide to go on an investigation? 
how do you decide where you want to go? When they say, um, it's just, I think it just goes with, um, um, what people want, I think, fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, that's how it is. I think before it was what was popular at the beginning. Now mm-hmm. it's more about what people want, what people mm-hmm. people react to, right? And uh, or uh, if my friend has a location, then I'm like, all right, let me let me let me see what I can find. And if I find it interesting, I'll go. Yeah, definitely. But me, uh, I mostly do. Uh, areas outside i don't i mean people have called me about hey you should uh can you come do an investigation here in my house or or can you do this and i can do that in my house and i'm like i don't really take those mm-hmm. because i tell them look um i have learned a lot throughout these years but i'm still i'm not a i'm not an expert like mm-hmm. Like I'm still learning, and um, um, to be honest, uh, I need to find everything about <laughs> you <laughs> and about where your your house and what happened before and all that. And uh, I feel like uh, uh, it's not that I don't like it; it's just that. Um, still intimate for me i guess mm-hmm. for now, right now like i'm more about uh outside area i guess i'm more at more about the adventure yes, too so absolutely. but uh maybe as i get older maybe I, <laughs> well i won't be able to go outside no more so i'm gonna have to investigate more <laughs> residential areas I can tell you from experience, it took my team five or six years before we started doing residentials. Okay. We did a lot of outside stuff. We did a lot of hotels, you know, stuff. Because you know what? You're right. It's an intimate situation when you go into somebody's house. Yeah. And you're dealing with somebody's mental state when you're going in. It's very scary. And that's what a lot of people don't realize with this, doing this, you know, what will we all do? is that it's a huge responsibility going into somebody's house and yeah. doing this stuff yeah. because there's mistakes that you can make that, that you don't realize you're making. Yeah. You know, it's just a fragile situation because it could be somebody's medication that's causing it. You know, there's just a lot of things you have to look into. And I know when we do commercial job, you know, commercial stuff, I call them commercial jobs, but yeah. when we end up like after doing a bunch of residentials and we go to like a hotel, <laughs> it's like yeah. a vacation. It's fun. Yeah. Because you don't have that responsibility, you know, over your head for it. Mm-hmm. But there's a huge responsibility when, when you do residentials. And I know first one we ever did, we were terrified, just terrified that we were going to screw something up. Yeah, it's very terrifying. In fact, uh, I tried it once and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> but it's because, like you said, a lot of responsibility. And um, it takes not only you knowing also like if if i'm an expert right now on that it takes other stuff it takes like you have to have that character or them mm-hmm. you have to be mature you know mm-hmm. like it's a whole different experience and, and yeah it's you you're you're almost um i don't know you're almost you're not a investigator there you are well you are but you're also like I, uh, what do they call it? Psychology? I don't know. Yes. Like it, yes. It's so weird to explain, but especially yeah. when you give results, you have to be like, look, this is how it is. This is what I think will cost this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then to give that response to the people that that they hire you for or that you helping them is mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, it's not easy to give, to be just, no. Um, like give give the right answer. Don't don't even don't try to lie. Just right. straight to the point and tell them this is how it is. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. I mean, especially I don't know how they're gonna take it. You know, and right. I don't want to deal with. <laughs> to be honest, sometimes. So, um, yeah, I don't. I can't do it right now. I mean, yeah. Probably yeah. I'm not at that age 
to do it. <laughs> it's think. understandable. And there's one thing I had a good friend of mine um, who's passed away now. And one thing she told me was that, you know, there's really no experts in this field because we're all learning as we go. Yeah. Anybody that says they're an expert's an idiot, you know, because there, there aren't yeah. any experts. There's there's new stuff. You know, every time you go out on an investigation, you're learning something new. It doesn't matter whether you're in a residential or whether you're out in the field. You're yeah. always learning something new. True. I'm always learning. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't even imagine what, what you learn once you are in the get more intimate with people because it's a whole different thing. I bet that. You learn you a learn, lot about people that you wish you didn't sometimes. <laughs> you you learn about not only the paranormal side, but you learn different the way like people, like you learn you get to learn other type of people and like mm-hmm. and that you're not used to. Like yeah, they're not your friends. No. <laughs> yeah. They're not your enemies. <laughs> but if somebody knew that they might have different ideas, different different views and you just have to blend in i guess and try to you know give them a best your mm-hmm. your best explanation you can and your best advice and hopefully they take it hopefully um they're mature enough to to you know say hey this is my conclusion hopefully you don't you don't you don't think that i'm lying yeah <laughs> you know so it's like a whole confidence too. Like you have to be, they have to have confidence in you. You have to have confidence in them. And to get that in like a week or I don't know how long you guys take to investigate. It's not right. easy. Yeah. To get all that. In. Yeah. To get all that. And a lot of the times it's not even paranormal. And that's the thing. People are shocked because, you know, and a lot of people, like people watch TV. I mean, if you're in your house, you start hearing noises, you're going to watch TV because you're just like, okay, maybe it's happening over here, you know? And so the, there's a, there's a lot of disappointment too, and that it's not paranormal. Yeah, you know, because sure. you get the people that just love their TV shows, and you get in there, and then it's, I'm sorry, you know, this is. But then you get the on the on the flip side, you get the people that are really relieved too. Yeah. But it is it is really difficult. It's one of the most difficult things that a team can do is is to do residentials. Yes, I I know for a fact that uh, because I tried it. Uh, <laughs> One of the most difficult things I I I try to do, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and so many questions. I'm like, uh, well, I need to take a moment and see first. <laughs> like, but what about this? You see that? You see this? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I have to <laughs> get my computer and like. <laughs> <laughs> but they just want yeah. the answer, right? They just want like, don't you see it? And I'm like, uh. I don't know. No, <laughs> I admire you for saying for saying that. Yeah, I really do because there's a lot of teams. And I'm not going to mention names. You know, and you've probably heard about them too. They see this stuff on TV and they think it's really easy to walk into somebody's house and and, and do that. Yeah, and it's really not. It's a complicated thing to go into somebody's house. So I admire you for admitting that. Hey, you know, you're not comfortable with doing it. Yeah, because, I mean, I can easily do it. Right. Right. I can easily go in there. Agree to everybody what they say. Mm-hmm. Give him something and lie and say, "Oh yeah, you're right." Here, mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. it. I'm gone. Easy. Yeah. But the hardest thing to do is to say, "No, this is. I think maybe we need to do this first. Maybe you need to do this. Maybe we need to do this. Maybe we need to do that. Then we'll see if it's something that's going on here. And then." Sometimes I know that they don't want to go to that route. Sure. Right? They just want mm-hmm. you to tell you, hey, it is real. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't know. And then that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of the shows that they do, I'm like, I'm really impressed. If that is true, what they do at, mm-hmm. uh, at the houses. And, man, one day and they're they're doing <laughs> it, they're gone. I'm like, damn. I'm like, how the hell did they? Like, do they know these people for, like, weeks or? Yeah. All right? Oh, they're just... They're just acting and putting in, putting faces and saying, "Oh yeah, this is the this is the proof." And yeah, you're right, and you you're absolutely right, and your house is haunted, and yeah, on to the next thing, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. I got you. (laughs) So what's coming up for you? It's coming up. Damn, 
Uh, coming up, well, we're gonna keep on learning. We're gonna we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna try to do more investigations. I guess I'm trying to do more weekly. I'm trying oh. to do more of YouTube, but I'm trying to still find a way to make it entertaining but real at the same time. Okay. Which I have, which I, which I, have, I find it really hard to do. Yeah. But yeah. I'm trying, trying to, <laughs> to see what I can come up with. If not, then we're just gonna keep investigating locally, California. Mm -hmm. and maybe next year we'll start doing, uh, like more in the U.S., more other states. You know, that'll be interesting. Traveling. Cool. <laughs> but we'll okay. see. Yeah. Well, uh, what you're doing on Facebook Live is, is great because. I watch it. So oh, nice. I can Thanks. tell you guys, I don't watch a lot of these things, but I watch him and I, I oh, like what he nice. does. I Thanks. like what he does. Now, how can people find you? Uh, they just have to uh, type on Facebook, Detective Mocha 2019. And on YouTube is the same thing. It's easy, easy to find. I think. Hey, I had a question. Detective Mocha. How did you come up with the name? Is that your last name? No. Um, okay. To be honest, uh, my brother came up with that name he he had a he's a cool um guy who likes to draw and okay. i like his drawing but his name was the great mocha oh awesome but i liked it i was like oh that's a cool drawing the, the little uh mocha cop and then blah, blah, and i told him hey can i use your drawing and he was like yeah sure so i just changed the name instead of the great mocha I just put Detective Mocha, and that's how the name came It's up. catchy, though, and, and, and the artwork's really awesome. Oh, it's nice. really neat Thanks. artwork. Thanks. Really, really neat. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. It was great. Thanks. I enjoyed it. And I would like to have you on, you know, at, at another date to talk more with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I like, okay. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have a good evening. You, too. I had a nice Sunday. All right. Have, have a good day. one. Thank okay. Bye-bye. All right, that was fun. That was really fun. It's fun talking to other people in the field. Tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow, Monday, <laughs> I showed you where I'm at. This is the last show for the week. Um, tomorrow, uh, or Monday, see, I keep saying tomorrow. I don't know why. I'm stuck on tomorrow. On Monday, we're going to have Eric Wargo is going to be on, and he's going to be talking about uh, precognition and dreams. So be sure to be here. It's our usual time at 630. If you want to find us, um, I said this the other night, there's issues with the YouTube page right now in that, you know, we're trying to build ourselves up to that that, 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 that big hundred followers. And right now we're at 73. And we, uh, in order to get uh, a, a dedicated URL on our YouTube page, we have to have over over 100 followers. So if you guys could, could, could do that for us and subscribe, that would be great. The easiest way to do that, because I've tried Googling our, our, our name and all that good stuff, is to go over to the website, the radio website at www.californiahauntsradio.com and click on the video from there, which will take you over to YouTube, and then you can click on the subscribe button for us. I'd really appreciate it. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you didn't like the show, share it with five of your enemies. We'll try it. We want to make sure we get the name out. We're building momentum. We've got a lot of downloads going on on the, on, on the podcast version of this. So it, it is building up. It's building up by, you know, about two, 300 a, a month that we're expanding this thing. So the numbers are starting to rise. You know, we've only been doing this for a year. So boom, 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 especially in this format. Um, uh, you can tell by the bottom, we've got a ticker running. Uh, California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team is a nonprofit. And so all this good stuff comes out of my pocket. And if you could find it in your heart to donate at paypal.me at california haunts that would be great doesn't have to be a lot but just something to keep us going here and keep these great guests on like detective mocha and uh i'm glad he came on and thank you so much i see you in the green room still and uh anyway i appreciate you guys coming tonight i will see you monday when we talk about precognition and dreams and so with that being said everybody in the chat room thank you for attending and i'm gonna bug out of here and get some dinner <laughs> <laughs>